welcome back to Unstable and Unbridled. This is Liz. And this is Rachel. Here we go! <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been a while and we just wanted to check in and update you guys on kind of what where we've been, because we've been a little MIA. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, for I'm sure. Worried. It's been like a month, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, it has been over a month. Well, what actually. is it? It's the fifth today while we're recording... Which means Eric had his accident a month ago. It was on the 4th. Wow. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. I know. Already. So why don't you walk us through what happened? So Eric, my boyfriend, this is Liz, <laughs> not Rachel's boyfriend. <laughs> um, he was, uh, we were racing, he was racing his car, his sprint car up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, North Dakota at River City Speedway. And in his heat race, he was in an accident. I think he he ended up making incidental contact with the driver to the inside of him and flipped his car like a bajillion times. But, <laughs> but no joke, I think I counted like 15 at least. Um, and it was a bad accident. Like it was really, I knew it was bad and I haven't obviously seen that many races or accidents or anything. And um, right away it was the red lights came on, which means all the other drivers on the track have to stop and it's just a disaster. So I quickly ran down from where I was standing, jumped on my four wheeler and like headed over to where he had crashed. And there were some emergency, you know, track people there, you know, getting his car ready. He was upside down. He was, you could hear him. He was, you know, kind of like groaning and you could tell he was in a lot of pain, but he was conscious. Um, so they got his car flipped over you know, I'm just standing there kind of watching, waiting for them to get him out. As soon as they flipped his car over, uh, his car lit on fire, which they were very prepared for, and they put the fire out immediately. And, you know, as soon as it lit on fire, I was like, get him out of that car <laughs> right now. <laughs> Where are the jaws of life? <laughs> yeah, like, get him out of there. Um, but, like, I think it was on fire for not even a second. Like, that, like it, it, they knew it was going to happen, so they had it out right away. Um, then they had him out right away. The EMTs were there. Uh, they, you know, were able to get him out of his helmet. He was laying on the ground. He, you know, they got him out of his helmet and he couldn't, he couldn't see anything. And his pupils were all, one was huge, one was small. Like his eyes were wide open. You could tell he couldn't see anything. From a medical perspective is not something you want to see when you look at someone's eyes. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was terrifying and I don't know anything, but I was like, that is not right. (laughs) Um, And he's like, where's my girlfriend? And, you know, there's all these people working on him, touching him. He kept kind of reaching out and touching people's hands. I was, like, holding his shoulder. I'm like, no, this is me. I'm right here. I'm right here. Um, Then he kept saying his neck hurt really bad. And so they put him in a seat collar. They put him on a backboard, put him in the ambulance. I'm sure they gave him drugs right away. And I was able to ride in the ambulance to the hospital, which luckily was, like, less than a mile away. Um, We went to Altru Hospital, which was right next to the racetrack. Um, they admitted him into the ER right away. He had CT scans mm-hmm. initially. Yep. Um, a couple. I think they had to bring him back for another one because they were worried about his artery. So we're kind of waiting in the ER, and they're going through all the questions. They did a bunch of x-rays, and um, he's very uncomfortable. He can't drink anything because they don't know if he needs surgery. He's super thirsty. He's really irritated. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he was really happy. <laughs> uh, I don't think, he doesn't really remember much of all of this. Um, surprisingly, he didn't really hit his head. Like, his head didn't hit anything. But I think from all, like, the flipping around, I'm sure he got a little jostled. His yeah. His brain. Some sheer forces of yeah. his brain jiggling around in his skull like a pile of jello. Yeah. And, um... So they kept coming back into the, I think we were just in an emergency room section, and they were like, oh, like, we need to stabilize you, or we need to do this, or, well, we're like, okay, what's going on? We're calling our doctor friends, texting them at home, you know, down in Florida, we have a few people we know, um, asking everyone kind of what questions do we ask, what do we do, what if they want to do surgery, should we do surgery here, do we have to go somewhere else for surgery, how does all this work, Um, and he... You know, at first they come in, they're like, oh, you fractured your pelvis. We're like, okay, what about the neck? Oh, yeah. we haven't gotten that far. We haven't we haven't interpreted that part of the CT. I'm like, maybe you should have started there. Like, that <laughs> seems a little more important to me. Um, but anyway, they get all the way up to the neck, and he had fractured, multiple fractures in his C1, his C4, T3, T4. 
Um, a few in his pelvis, a couple at the base of his skull, some on, like, the side. Basically, he just, like, was shattered in multiple places, but he was very lucky because nothing was displaced. Um, and then kind of the next biggest concern was he had a left vertebral artery dissection, which, from what I understand, is kind of like the lining of the artery separates, and so blood, like, flows into it, making, like, a pothole. Mm-hmm. And then it clots in there. And those little clots can break off, go to the brain, and cause strokes, which he did actually have a couple little minor strokes in his cerebellum that didn't have any neurological symptoms, but they were really worried that if the big one clotted off and went to his brain, it would kill him. Um, So that was, you know, scary. Yeah. (laughs) And we were in North Dakota, so I pretty much was able to be there the whole time, which was nice. Um, I had to leave that night when they admitted him and that was probably at two or 3 AM and I found a hotel and ended up staying in a hotel. I think we were there for six nights cause we ended up, com- we were in there Friday and came home on a Thursday. So almost a week in the hospital, but right away, you know, we had to wait for his blood levels to get where they needed to be on the blood thinners and make sure that he could walk and do perform all the different things that he needed to t- in order to live at home, which he really did just fine with all of that, surprisingly. I mean, yeah. even with his follow-up appointments, everyone's like, I was expecting you to be in a wheelchair after looking at your scans. And, I mean, the doctors can't even believe how lucky he is to be alive and walking and not paralyzed and talking about racing again and neurologically intact in every way. I I don't know what the actual statistics would be, but I feel like it's got to be highly improbable for him to have such a good outcome with the severity of his injuries. So he's very lucky. And I think a lot of that he attributes to his safety equipment. He works with, you know, I think Simpson is a company he works closely with and they do his seatbelts and like his Hans device, which is like a neck brace that attaches their helmet kind of to their shoulders. So like when they do stop quickly or flip around that their head doesn't just go like banging around. Um, It was really became popular after Dale Earnhardt died Oh, because his crash, it's not how fast they're going. I guess it's how quickly they stop. So your body stops, but because this was before they wore those neck braces, your head doesn't stop. So you literally, like, internally get decapitated because of the sheer force of your that movement. Yeah. Which is crazy. So this, like, holds their head with their body. Obviously, it doesn't hold your brain. Like, if you keep, like, flipping over... Like you were saying, like your brain is just jello. There's not, there's no like safety device you can put inside right. your skull to prevent it from <laughs> sloshing around. So that is also a huge, you know, it's a high risk sport, just like what we do. If you yeah. have a hard enough hit on the ground, your brain goes sloshing around no matter whether you're wearing a helmet or not. You know, they, they help reduce injuries like that, but they don't prevent them completely. If it's a bad enough crash with racing or with riding. That's right. That's why you have to invest in a good helmet. Yeah. And you only get one melon. Stay up to date with all the new technology. You got a new helmet, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I got a new uh, Tipperary. <laughs> what? With the, the MIPS. Yeah. Um, it's the only one I found that doesn't make my head look like a complete mushroom. What size helmet do you wear? Uh, six and seven eighths. Oh, you don't even have a big head. No. But I just feel like the MIPS ones look big. Were you there when someone was saying they wore a seven and three quarters? <laughs> yeah, and we, was we, we called BS on that because that's, it seems uh, Do they even make helmets that big? <laughs> yeah, we don't stock helmets that big at Dover, I can tell you that. So I think that's fake news. But Big and tall helmet store. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, a lot of people come into Dover and they're like, oh, I think it's seven and a half. And I am looking at their head like there's absolutely no way you're a seven and a half. So what's like the most common size, you know, seven, probably. Seven. Yeah. A medium, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's it. Case. I mean, Eric's is alive and. Yeah. Not very happy. He can't shower a lot, which as we know, I'm sure we've talked about before, Eric <laughs> loves to shower. Yeah, well, welcome just, to the dark side. Yeah, like just embrace the dirtiness. Yeah, you'll learn to love it. He has to, to wear it. the neck brace all the time. Everyone's like, oh, but he can sleep without it. I'm like, no. Yeah. He has to wear the neck brace. And we even actually went to the neurologist today, had his first follow-up, and when he walked in, he said, I don't like how you're wearing that collar. It needs to be a lot tighter. Because he was worried that with it being too loose, there's, like, tiny little movements mm-hmm. that the 
vertebrae or the fractures do so they don't heal or they heal slower or they heal incorrectly. So he tightened it up and actually he sent us across the street to get a new neck brace, which hopefully is a little more comfortable, but showed us how tight it needs to be. And then he called back later and said in his CT scan, I think it was two weeks ago that they, the fractures had displaced a little bit more than like the original scans, which he said can happen just from like settling or Mm -hmm. a little bit of movement or the collar not being tight enough. So he, I think he had really called just to like reiterate, like wear it tight. Like don't be an idiot. I don't care if you're uncomfortable. Like, (laughs) like, do you want your neck to heal correctly or not? Yeah. And he's lucky because they say 100% he will be fine if he takes the time to heal. Like, he will be totally normal. He's not at a higher risk of re-injuring anything, which is kind of crazy. I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, are, are you sure, Doc? Yeah, he should like, never race sure again? <laughs> it's not a higher risk? <laughs> uh, but anyway, enough about Eric. Yeah. Wow. Well, so then, because of Eric... I was in the hospital for so long that I didn't come home until Thursday the 9th or something. Yeah. I don't know what day it was. Like in the evening or afternoon, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So then I couldn't go for the first time since 1999 to Otter Creek Horse Trials. Well, you were missed. I am so sad. (laughs) It wasn't the same without you. At least it was a COVID year, so there was no competitor party and you couldn't really like hang out Whoop very it up. much anyways, but would have loved to see you on a picnic table dancing yeah. the night away. <laughs> but Rachel here, uh, like, stepped in, swooped up to the job. I was like, you know what? You got to take the big truck and trailer. You got to take my horse who's never gone to a horse show before. <laughs> take all these students. And, you know, she did a great job um, driving Big Daddy and the horse trailer and all the clients. And I think a few rode with you. Janie was with you. Emily yep. was with, with you. Yep. We did um, all right. It's actually, I think, easier to drive I, than my I mom's bumper pole. I told you, literally yeah. easier than Hans and the bumper pole. Yeah, for Even sure. Even though it's quite big. Yeah. Did you back it's, it up? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not actually that hard to back up. No, yeah. no. I, I think overall it was easier to handle. And I really like how when you drive up next to people, especially men, really they like, look over yeah. at you and they're surprised that it's you driving. You're oh, like, girl. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, hey, let me run you over now. Yeah. Makes me feel very powerful. <laughs> um, so you took Magic and Armani. And how yeah. did everyone do at the horse show? Um, everyone did really, really well. Uh, Magic was really good. We had a little time penalties on cross country. I think maybe he needs to upgrade to a slightly... Uh, a bike stronger. chain. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get chain. the bike chain. Um, a slightly stronger bit because I felt like I had to half halt like nonstop. And so we lost a little time that way. But Did he pull a billy? Um, no. <laughs> he was not rooting and running away with me at least. Head between but, his knees. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, and then he jumped double clear in the show jumping, which, which was a really big deal because we've been struggling with our show jumping over the last six months or so. Um, Armani was really, really good. He's the baby. Never been anywhere. It's only four. He's never been to an event before. And he'd, I think before I got him, Carly had like taken him through the water and up and down a bank and like over log. Yeah. And then he sat in Florida and didn't really do anything after I bought him. And then he went to Otter Creek once, like two weeks ago. Yep. (laughs) Schooling, cross country schooling. Yeah. Two weeks before the horse show. And then Rachel was his second time. Going cross country. <laughs> I rode him for the first time, I think, three days before the show. Yeah. And, um, no, he was really good, though. He wasn't impressed by the atmosphere at all, which is saying a lot because it can get a little hectic over there um, sometimes. And our show jump round was not pretty, <laughs> but we got over all the jumps. And cross country, he was really good. He, after probably jump three, really kind of felt like he knew what he was doing out there. He was super confident. So he ended up finishing eighth. Yay! Yeah, we were happy with that. And then um, lots of students, Maddie and Dylan, were there, and they moved up to PT for the first time. She had what one, one rail, rail yeah. yeah, which I he just barely tapped. It wasn't even a you know bad Fair one, one. and um, they ended up finishing third. Whoop. 
And Emily and Quasar moved up to training um, and had three great phases, double clears all around, and finished first. Champions. So they're going to have a lot to live up to. That's a high standard yeah. to set for your first team. You better win up. at Mid-South. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kendall. No yeah, right. Uh, Kendall did training with her horse, um, Ollie, and finished fourth. Um I so, think that was her first show. First show all year, for sure. She said... She sh- did she show in Aiken? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know if I'm she did. Sure. Maybe, like, some schooling stuff, but... Yeah. It was his first time out in quite a while, so happy That's with good. that. Um, Janie and Scooby moved up to Novice. And or, first show or, ever. Yeah, first show together. I shouldn't say moved up. First show together. Um, and finished six. They had a really good, happy, confident outing. Um, my mom and Brago went novice and got fourth, nice. which was really good. He's finally starting to really look for the fences. He's a lot more confident. And Brago is Magic's, Magic's full brother, who oh. he is a chestnut with a blaze and a couple socks. And Magic <laughs> is a pinto, as as you all know, I'm sure, from our Instagram. Um Malia and Jake, she's a newer student to the program, um, and uh, she had a really good run. Jake is a little bit more experienced than Malia is, so he likes to go nice and fast. (laughs) So they just uh, caught a little time and kind of an inadvertent refusal cross-country for taking a circle when he was getting a little quick. but A little speedy. Yeah. Um, And then Grayson Quat, the Quat, he decided he didn't like ditches for one day, but, uh, <laughs> and poor Grace, she got sick after the weekend. Cal and the baby was sick, so Aww. they ended up departing the weekend early. Um, but yeah, so I was able to fortunately school Quattro on Sunday after the show was done, and after a couple taps, he went right over the ditch. <laughs> He's fine too. We actually went cross country schooling down the road at Jackery Oaks, and she popped over the ditches there, no problem. So she's feeling good to go yeah. to Mid South. I think he was just trying on a new pair of pants to see how they fit and yeah. see if he liked them and decided that was more work than just going yes. over. So, Well, and it, it was, kind of sounded a little bit like a little bit of a wild day. Like, it was a little colder. Yeah. A lot of people had stopped at the ditch, so the footing was quite tore up. And it was... There was people falling off. It was right. a wild weekend. Like, at one point, I thought it was Janie. I yeah. was biking back to the barn, and I just heard someone saying, like, I just saw a big red chestnut go flying by. There were two loose horses on course at one point. Two chestnuts. And I was like, oh my God, it's Janie. Thank God she had already just finished. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was was a little bit of a wild day for sure. And horses who had gone around the courses fine at the summer show suddenly were stopping out at the fall show. So Yeah, it was kind of weird. Everyone was in a mood, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But in any case, so that was Otter Creek. Yeah, and then you guys came home and we were home, so we got to greet you when you got back. Yeah. Then... Was it Tick came in Sunday? Yeah, it must have yeah. been. Yeah, or maybe s- No, he Monday? came in Sunday because we did the clinic Monday, Tuesday. So Tick came up for a clinic. He had a lot of great exercises. Um, let's see. Freddie and Franklin, my three-year-olds, they jumped their first cross trail under saddle. That was exciting. <laughs> they haven't done anything since then. <laughs> Sorry. They're retired now. Yeah. <laughs> They're done. Ending on a high note. Yeah. Uh, they probably won't do anything till I go to Florida because I don't really have any time. Yeah. Um, all the other horses were going really well. And then I, let's see, we had Tick Monday, Tuesday, dropped him off at the airport, and then I left to go to regionals. Dressage regionals. Dressage regionals. Let's see. We did Region 2, which technically we are in Region 4, but we decided to go to Region 2 because they were at Lamplight just outside of Chicago, which is closer than going to, I think, Region 4 is Missouri. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. Um, Which is a little further. And it was cold this weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Although it was probably not that cold down there. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but anyway, Rose was a champion. I did some warm-up classes on Thursday. Rose is owned by Nick. Uh, she did a training level test three and got a 77.9%. And first level test three and got a 73.6. And she won both those. Those were just, like, open classes. 
And then on Friday, she did the training championships and won with a 75.4. And it was cool because for the championship classes, they did, like, all live scoring. So when I finished her ride and I was walking out of the ring, which I happened to be last in the whole division, you know, they're like, and Liz Lund and Indian Rose win the class on a 75% or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it was cool. I felt really special. <laughs> it was cool for us at home, too, because I was uh, refreshing, like, every five minutes once you sent us the link. Yeah, so. it was cool because <laughs> they had live scoring, so it would, like, every score, you could see the final percentage going up and down, and then you, like, finish, and you wait for the collective marks and stuff to get put in. And then she was a champion. And she was. She was super for that test. It was in kind of the middle of the main ring at Lamplight. So there were two rings in there. One was closer to the edge and the other one was like more towards the middle. And she was in that middle ring. She stayed really focused and was lovely for the whole thing. Um, And then on Saturday we did the first level test three championships. She was really, really good for the first part of the test. Um, She was on like a 78, 79%. We go to Canner on the left lead right as there's like a ring, there was like a ring above us kind of, ring two in a different ring, and they like burst into an applause, I don't know if someone (laughs) had finished, and she just like bolted forward into the (laughs) Canner. And so she was a little tense after that. I was able to like get, you know, nice work out of her, but then she had another into the right lead. No, she had switched on to the right lead. We were about to do a length in Canner, and she... Again, kind of bolted forward, switched leads, <laughs> and we're supposed to lengthen down the long wall. So I walked. I picked up the right lead canner, and I had, like, five good lengthen steps. <laughs> um, You're like, see how much longer this is than a walk? Right. <laughs> and even with that, she still got a 72.7% and finished in fourth place, which was pretty cool. And she really liked doing the awards. You, like get your ribbons, and then you go prance around the ring, and it's, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Well, <laughs> Although, she hasn't really been a lot of yeah, places. Yeah, I'm not quite like, sure what all she had done overseas before Nick brought her over. I know that her, his trainer, Chantal, had her showing, but I don't really know what the, like, translation is. Um, yeah. But she's a really cool horse, and I'm excited, you know, to take her down to Florida and keep going with her training. You know, we've gotten, after championships, right back into it. She's doing... You know, shoulder in, haunches in, half pass. We're working on her changes. She actually did three changes across the diagonal today. So we're hoping, you know, third, fourth level this winter. But we'll just see. You know, she needs to go in half pass on a hill for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) Get stronger. Um, Uh, Do you have someone you plan to work with in Florida for dressage? uh, Yeah, I have a few people I want to kind of try to work with. Um, My good friend Lauren Adonahue is down there, so she's going to help me. Um, And then I was kind of given some different names, recommendations that I'd like to try. She needs to kind of go to different farms just Mm -hmm. because she is a little spooky and a little reactive. Shifty. She needs, like, yeah, she's a little (laughs) shifty sometimes. She needs people to clap or, like, scoot around her, and she just needs to stay focused. Yeah. um, But, yeah, she was a champion, and that... That was just a really fun weekend. It was a cool experience, and I want to give a big shout-out to Allison Sater-Larsen for all of her coaching and lessons that we did over the summer, you know, getting us to this point, and helping us win. So that was a lot of fun. And um, the rest of the team did great. And it was fun, you know, to be there with everyone cheering each other on. And it's too bad because the Nationals actually got canceled, which is sad. But um, I guess our qualifications roll over to next year. But hopefully we'll be doing bigger and better things then. Two then, I think that weekend, Tick had gone home from the clinic and he had gone to his... See what did he do? Ocala, and then Stableview, and mm-hmm. he did both of those on Hutchie at Prelim. Woohoo! And that's all we're gonna say, so that we don't jinx him. He did well. Yeah. And on to the next. On to the next. <laughs> See, I got home from regionals, worked Monday, picked up Lillian at the airport Monday night, and we had a Lillian clinic Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. It was, like, nonstop there for a while. Yeah, a really busy couple weeks, especially as uh, you were getting home and adapting to being <laughs> nurseless. <laughs> uh, poor Eric just eating mush for food. <laughs> yeah, and he, like, has lost a ton of weight. And he's like, oh, I've just been sitting here on board. And 
I can't eat. I'm like, oh, I think if I was sitting there bored, I would figure out a way to eat myself. I would end up on my 600-pound life, probably. (laughs) Like, oh, this girl broke her neck, and now she's on the Discovery Channel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Lillian was good. We had a lot of people come over for that. The horses were all jumping really well. Uh, Billy didn't jump because he had an abscess. Which... Talk more about your abscess. <laughs> I, I know you've been um, dying to bring to it up. The abscess is <laughs> now going to be hashtag make Liz famous 2020. And um, I posted the abscess on TikTok, which if you guys don't know what TikTok is, then you're probably older than us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, TikTok is like just a video app. You make like 15 second, 60 second videos about it's like literally vine. nothing. Yeah. Just it's like Vine. Rehashed. But way cooler. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people can dance and sing. I mean, that is a talent I do not possess. So you got over a million views. I got one, right? right now, I think I'm at 1.1 million views on this video. And Which I'm pretty sure I shared insane. it on our Instagram page. You did, yep. Which I have to say, it's not even that impressive. No, it's of like an not abscess. even a good video <laughs> yeah. either. It's like literally like l- nothing. So going viral is confusing. Is 1.2 million views. Like that's. And then I was like, oh, I'll post Eric's crash, because that's, like, pretty gnarly, and everybody's going to watch that, and it only has a 1,000 views. <laughs> <laughs> My next most famous video is Chopper doing the egg challenge, which he promptly ate the egg, or he ch- chomped it, <laughs> shockingly. Then posted some other horse videos. I did one of those, like, the coolest thing about my house, which I just did about the barn, but whatever. <laughs> Anyway, follow me on TikTok. Yeah. Make, <laughs> At Liz Lund. Making Liz famous. <laughs> yeah. I think that was what, make Liz famous 2015? Yep. So maybe every five years I'll try to get famous. Yeah. <laughs> I would appreciate it if you would bring me along for the fame. Uh, I'm, I'm down. Make Liz and Rach famous. <laughs> yeah. Please. LNR. We need money. <laughs> um, let's see. So Lillian was here. Lillian has my horse B. He is for sale in Pennsylvania. And she showed him at Bucks County Beginner Novice, and he won on his dressage score because he's the cutest little bundle of joy That's ever. true. Can and, confirm. Yeah. And then she took him novice at the New Jersey Horse Park, and he was second on his dressage score, I think. Um, actually, I think she had speed faults at her novice, <laughs> but she still won. Um and he's, like, perfect. So he is either getting sold or he'll come to Florida in, like, six weeks when we come down there. And I'll show him for the season. Um, and then we went to Red Pines. Yeah. We entered Jumperland. We're jumpers. Which I know you've, be- you've been so there before. Fun. But that was my first ever jumper show. It's so actually. fun. And what'd you do? Um, so we did the meter. Uh, Magic was very good. We really enjoyed the uh, jump off because finally he got to jump at the speed he likes to jump at. <laughs> Which is cross country. Yeah. Um, Gallop at the fence. <laughs> and then we did the meter five classic, which was a money class. And he placed sixth and we won $150. Yeah, it was so, so cool. Like, so the Red Pines Hunter Jumper shows, they like. Started an association, and they do these hunter-jumper schooling shows at a few different facilities. I don't know. They probably do, like, one a month. Yeah, about. every six weeks or something in the summer and rotate facilities. And, unfortunately, a lot of the dates fall on when we have other horse shows. So, last year, I think we only went to the Otter Creek one, which was really fun. You know, we brought a trailer full of horses. We just went for the day, hung out, jumped around. It was good practice. And then this year... We went again to Otter. Um, and let's see, Armani I took, and he did, I think he did a .75, and then he did the .85 Mini Pre, and he actually won it. Yay! He's a champion, and he won 100 bucks for winning that. Probably because he had such fun the first time he was in that room. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually less spooky. Like, they didn't really have flower boxes yeah, or anything else. Yeah, that's true. So. It was less spooky than the other. They had, event. like, one little decoration <laughs> hay bale thingy. Yeah. And um, Janie and Scooby were second in the mini pre. And then Billy and Tony did the Meter 05 Classic too. And Billy was eighth and he won 100 bucks. And Tony won the class, winning 800 bucks. So that Big was fat fake. fake check. Yeah, I got like a cool cardboard check. You your know, second like, um, of your yeah, career. 
I like that. I was yeah. like, I like winning. I like winning fake checks, and I like money. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> this the is money fun. can flow. Whatever. For sure. Anytime. What is that? Happy Gilmore, where they win all those checks and playing golf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like. It is nice to leave, like, not completely in the hole from a show, I yeah. will say. I enjoyed that. I actually got a check when yeah. I checked out. Yeah, right. You actually got paid. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Grace was there. I think she did a meter 75 and 85, but she left because Callan had a babysitter. So I don't even know actually how she ended up finishing. Yeah, she, she bolted. She was like, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> uh, McKenna rode Mo Sherry and she won the meter 75 class. <laughs> the meter <Whoa>! 75? <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a thing? She jumped like Mo a record. six feet and won. <laughs> Uh, McKenna won the 75 class, <laughs> and Ellery, her sister, rode Cinder and won the 65 class. So that was really fun. Yeah. it was. It's really nice to go out there with a little less pressure and just jump around a couple times and feel like if you really, you know, do badly, you can do it again. Well, and it is nice because you could just come out of the ring and you can either... They do, like... <laughs> Cards. Uh, yeah, they have, like, cards. I don't really get it. And I feel like we're, like, breaking the rules whenever we go because we always only do the second card. Yeah. Everybody else who's, like, a real strict only hunter-jumper goes in and they do card one and then they go back in and do card two. I mean, if anything, and I'm like, now we're good. Let's do card two. I would say we're making it more difficult for ourselves because we're right. not doing, like, a practice round. Right. So. Exactly. What all have we done since then? When was that? A week ago? Yeah. Or longer? Uh, was longer ago. No, I think it was just eight a week days ago. ago. Yesterday? Yeah, yeah. We didn't have anything this weekend. It was a quiet one. Yeah, it was nice. I had the whole weekend off from all of my jobs. Yeah, that's insane. And just I made you work a little on Sunday. Just a touch, but <laughs> it was good. But yeah, it, that was okay. But it felt so great. <laughs> We uh, helped my sister put a faucet in. That was a bonding experience. That sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then let's see. This week, uh, Christoph Schroeder is here. He's based out of Tennessee. He's originally from Germany. He's a jumper, and I'm jumping um, Armani, Billy, and Tony with him. I rode this evening. It was very fun and educational. Um, We were, like, working on trotting. It was like a trot rail to a vertical with the landing rail on the other side with Billy, and he was he was really hot today. He had the weekend off, so he was a little fresh. <laughs> um, you know, so we're trying to get him to trot the rail, like trot over it and take a trot step to the jump rather than, like, going over the rail and cantering the last step. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing it back and forth, and he was really good. And then, of course, you know, he, like, jacks it up. It's, I don't know, on hole <laughs> 11, which is, like... Mm-hmm. Are you sure I should what's trot 11? Um, Three nine, yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, all right, just trot in, like go slower, even slower. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. You're like, is it okay if we chest it? No, and like we've done it a couple times, and he was jumping really nicely. He jumps really nicely, and then he jumps one time, like just freaking unreal nice, and I like land and look over at him and I'm like smiling and he just starts cracking up and he's like and that's why we get paid the big bucks <laughs> and I'm like oh my god that was amazing he's like yeah this horse is a jumper like this horse can jump a serious fence like you just have to keep doing this with them which was it was like a really cool thing to experience you better not put it up that high for me tomorrow yeah. in my jumping lesson jump lesson right so let's go trot these fences <laughs> Um, and I wrote Armani with him. He really, really liked Armani, which what's there not to like? Yeah, who um, doesn't? Yeah. He's like, oh, you could sell this one as a hunter. I'm like, um, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Clearly he hasn't seen your listing on your page for him. <laughs> um, I think he would buy him if he did see my listing. Well, keep in, in mind, in they world, are hunter maybe. jumpers. That's he would true. probably buy him in a heartbeat for that price. <laughs> That's true. Um... <laughs> But no, he really liked him and Tony. I had actually ridden Tony with him about a month ago, so he liked Tony. He had some good exercises to work on. We are going to another horse show Saturday and Sunday at Golden Gate Equestrian. It's not a Red Pines show, but they work closely together. Um, Lauren Woods owns the facility. I actually haven't been there, so I'm excited to see it. I've heard good things. I've heard it's really nice. I wish we could go, but... I just felt like it was too much with Mid-South. Yeah. I don't even know if it's too much for Magic. It might just be too much for me. <laughs> but That's okay. So yeah. we're going. I'll take Tony on Saturday. He's going to do 
the big old meter 20s on <laughs> Saturday evening. And then on Sunday, Armani will go and do a 7.5 and 8.5. Billy will do a 9.5 and a meter, I think. And Abby's going to take Hannah and do a 7.5, 8.5, maybe a 9.5. We'll see. I don't know if we've even talked about Abby yet. I know. She's your new Who's working Abby? student. Abby, <laughs> Abby, Abby, Abby. <laughs> Abby's gone right now. Um, she's... One had to go back home to Bemidji to take the ACTs tomorrow. Oh, that's so cute. Good luck. So Abby is my newest addition. She is a working student. She came from Bemidji, Minnesota. Um, she does not have a horse, so she is leasing Hannah, and she will she will be leasing Hannah through the Florida season. And she's a hard worker. She's a lot of fun. She's a senior in high school, so she's actually full time online as a senior. And will be working for me. So she's a, she's a good kid. Yeah. I'm excited to have her. Yeah. Very nice. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, let's see. We just had a working student reunion. Gracie and Emma. <laughs> Gracie was here for a week of lessons. Emma stopped out to watch a little bit. And we all went out to dinner. Yeah, so that was, was fun. fun. Reconnecting. Yeah. Old flames. <laughs> Kindling. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, we go to Mid-South. Yep. Next week. Magic, Quasar, and hopefully Jazz are doing the training level. Scooby and Quattro will be in the novice. And we'll all come home champions. Yeah. Well, (laughs) one of Emily or I can't be champions. Because we're in the same 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 division. division. And you're not on the same team, though. That's true. She's on the Young Rider Area 4 team, and you're on a scramble team? I think so, yeah, with right. a bunch of other Area 4 adults. So Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've never gotten a chance to ride there. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, and I feel like it'll be a good metric for move-up potential because it's usually pretty beefy and should be fun. Yeah, it'll be really fun. I hope the weather's nice, and usually it's always, like, beautiful fall colors and stuff down there, and... We haven't been for a... We didn't go last year. We went the year before, though, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. We were supposed to have land safe next weekend, but it got canceled due to lack of entries. Um, not just here, but they have... I think they were doing three, like, Midwest clinics total because they'd have to drive, and none of the clinics had filled up, you know, as of mm. a week and a half or two weeks ago. And so it's at that point, tough. they just have to cancel them, which is a bummer, but we'll try to do another one next year. Yeah, I need to do that. I wasn't going oh. to this year because it was supposed to... My marathon was supposed to be next weekend, which was also Everything's canceled. canceled. So, yeah. So I just quit running. <laughs> <laughs> but well, what else are you doing? What are you doing to lose weight? So my my saddle sore last time was my elimination diet. It is no longer a sore. That wound has been powdered and lotioned. And is feeling better. Um, it was only a sore for what, like 10 days, you said? Yeah. So the first, like, 10 to 14 days were really rough. I felt awful. I just, like, had headaches. I was really fatigued. I just didn't feel very well. And now I'm feeling amazing, the best I've ever felt in my whole life. Um, I haven't had a pregnant food baby for five weeks, probably. That's really good. Yeah. I've lost 20 pounds inadvertently, which was a nice side effect. <laughs> That's a good tip. Yeah. I just lost 20 pounds in less than two months. Yeah, which is probably not sustainable, and I've accepted that, but for now it feels good. <laughs> so what do you think causes the food babies? I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. What I've, did you not like that you've added in so far? Nuts. Oh, yeah. Almonds and cashews. Um <laughs> They did not agree with me. Um, My next thing to add in is soy, which I think could be a suspicious one because I feel like that's one of those hidden foods that is like in everything that you don't realize is in everything. It's like a gluten type situation, but we'll see. Magic likes it. Yeah, that's but true. it's dehulled, so it doesn't have the inflammatory oh. properties. So maybe I should just eat Magic's food then. <laughs> just eat that mush. <laughs> yeah. Make myself some mush. Um, smell filth. <laughs> yeah. Smell filth cubes. I already struggle with getting stuff stuck in my teeth. I bet that would help. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I feel really good. I actually see a nutritionist on Wednesday, so I'm going to oh. talk to them about like further steps I can take. Like not related or related to it? Related. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I had my physical a month ago, which actually, that's going to be my saddle sore. Oh, my vaccine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely needs to be your saddle But story. I uh, asked to see a nutritionist to kind of go through all this, and they obliged. So <laughs> I will see them on Wednesday. Huh. Okay. So you'll have to let me know what they say. Yeah. We'll see. I wish I could just have someone make me food all the time. Oh, that's the, I always say if I ever get rich, that'll be the first thing I invest in is a private chef. I know. Just, like, bring me the food when I need to eat it, what I need to eat, and Mm -hmm. I'd be fine. Right. And I love healthy food. I just don't like preparing it. So, Mm. right now, Dan, my husband's been really helpful. He grills all the meat for me. So, I have, like, chicken three times a day, basically. (laughs) That's good, though. But, yeah. So. What do you think you're going to do this winter? What are are your Florida plans? Uh, Hoping to come down mid-January. And stay till forever, never. (laughs) Yeah, stay till I don't feel like being down there anymore. I don't really have a plan for coming home. That's good. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited, and hopefully the next time we pod, I may have some more exciting news. But don't jinx it. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. We'll keep it under wraps for now. But when do you leave? I leave too soon. Oh, it's insane. I'm gonna take horses down on November second. Oh my Which is god! Not even a month away. Yeah, and then I'm gonna just... take horses down. Um, I have two girls. Abby's coming down. Her and her mom are gonna drive her truck down, and then Malia and her dad will drive her truck and trailer down. And I think they're—I don't know what day their girls are leaving on. I think Abby's leaving before me, and Malia's leaving after me. So I'll get the horses down there. So will you get all the horses down in one pass this time? Um, well, it depends on when Maura's horse is coming. I think Mm. she wants to come at the beginning of November, and it depends on if Malia brings one or two horses. If Malia brings one horse, then Maura's horse could probably go with her, and then all the horses will get down at the same time. If not, then we will have to ship one of the horses down. Um, but I'll take eight with me. I'll drive down, I'll leave here on the second, get down on the third, Unload the horses. We'll probably, like, set up the barn over a day or two, and then I have a flatbed there. I'm going to actually turn around and drive back home. Oh, God. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about it. It's <laughs> my worst nightmare. Ah, and Eric can't even help. Yeah, that's just misery. And then I'm going to come back up here for a couple of days, load up the hay bales that I have to bring down, and drive back down. Then I need to recruit some friends. <laughs> Jordan, I know you don't listen to this podcast, but I'm hoping whatever weekend you want, you can pick. You'll drive the camper down and maybe Andrew wants to drive my car down. Okay. I'll probably drive Harry and my Honda down. I don't he might get I don't know if he'll make it, but um, <laughs> What if Harry ends up abandoned? <laughs> Harry might just be one of those random cars you see on the side of the road. In I'll Georgia. pull the plates, scratch off the bin. <laughs> be like, I don't know whose car that is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hopefully Harry can make it to Florida because it'd just be nice to have I a mean, car down there. If Hans can make it, I think uh, Harry can make it. That is true. Um, but yeah, so I need some friends to drive some rigs. I actually had another person call today asking if I knew of anyone else who wanted to drive a vehicle down. <laughs> I was like, well, I ne- I'm having a little trouble myself, but I will definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, wow. And then, let's see, once we get all that stuff down there, then I'll have to fly home some point whether it's november december to help eric drive down <laughs> he might say he's gonna stay home a little longer because mm. you know he broke his neck right <laughs> he does have a follow-up with the neurologist on i think november 5th again so it'll de- kind of depend on what they say what else do we have to cover what else are we doing we're going to florida soon it's crazy yeah i think that's Pretty much it, I think. It's getting a little cold here, although this week's supposed to be quite nice. Yeah, this week's supposed to be 70s all week. We're having a socially distanced um, welcome drive band practice at Copeland on Friday. That should be fun. People can swing by as long as you stay Stay away from us. Six feet apart from everyone. (laughs) We uh, welcome drive uh, Jim Tierney and his crew. I think there's going to be three of them here. 
We'll be just practicing some of their songs outside, and we'll probably have some little fire pits, and it'll be a yeah. fun little quiet fun. gathering. First one in a while. Yeah, that'll be really first fun. and last. <laughs> yeah, first the one and only of the year. So, yeah, I think that's basically it. I think that's it all is that's too. going on. Now we got to move on to the source. Yeah, we're gonna. You know, this was kind of our catch-up episode, and then we're hoping to get back into a routine of a little weekly pod release. Yep. And with that, we are going to talk all about our saddle sores. It's a Alright, so I will share my saddle sore, and this is... Just a frustration I've had with, I think we've talked a little bit about this before with um, people confusing like the training pyramid Mm -hmm. or using words incorrectly. So my biggest one this week is I'll have a lot of ladies, um, multiple ones, say, oh, my horse was so collected today. Well, no, (laughs) your horse wasn't collected. You had a great connection and you're working, you know, a good contact and stuff, but, you know... Truly, there was not collection. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you have also experienced that. Yep. Um, collection means rebalancing your horse by shifting their weight towards their haunches and bringing their legs under them and raising up their back. And majority of their weight. I think I right. saw in a book 85% of their weight should be on their haunches what when I, they're What collected. I think that people are trying to say is just that they had a good connection and, mm-hmm. like, the horse started to come into the contact a little bit better and, like, lower their head, you know, and start to bring their back up a little bit. But collection is, like, very high on the training yeah. pyramid. Very like, advanced very, skill. Very high. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just, you know, I try to correct people when they use it incorrectly just for education that we can start to use correct words. And I, that was kind of one of the things that ICP, like, drilled into me when I did their courses was not being okay with using the wrong words, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you would never in, like, another profession use the wrong words right. when you have someone who can teach you the right words. Right, you're like, oh, that's just a fracture. By that, I mean it's completely shattered in 17 million places. (laughs) Like, no. Which, I will say, it's a common myth that fractures are different different from broken bones. They're all the same, but they do vary significantly. So, like, you can have a hairline fracture, which you can barely see, or you can have a completely displaced, angulated fracture, which would be, like, smashed to bits, sort of. Thing, and that's but. a you know I was learning a little bit about that with all my medical experience, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like crush fractures yeah. and hairline fractures, comminuted and compound fractures, yeah, <laughs> lots of fractures or like broken bones. Like if you say you broke your arm, that's like completely through the bone. No, that's Not like an old wives' tale. No. Yeah. So what's nope. the difference then? In a broke, there's no difference. Oh, okay. A fracture is a broken bone. Gotcha. Yeah. No, so, I know. Yeah. Just call me your doctor. <laughs> Just call me Dr. Liz. Dr. Lund over here. <laughs> what about you? Uh, we Ugh. Well, you did have a different saddle sore, and then we remembered That's true. One. So, so maybe my, you should have two saddle sores. My initial saddle sore was horse show hangovers, because yes. I, on this diet, I'm not drinking alcohol at all, and... Um, everyone knows is a terrible thing. Yeah, which is not <laughs> super fun. But Just kidding. It's um, fine if you don't want to drink all <laughs> We will be your friend. Yeah, we'll still be your friend because we're fun either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like the whole, like, two days after the show, I felt so exhausted and just, like, run down and, like, had a headache. Wait, so you're saying had you been drinking over the weekend, you would have been fine? <laughs> no, I just can't believe I felt like I had a hangover yeah. without drinking alcohol. That's true. So that was my thing. It was a horse show hangover. But then I remembered talking about my physical that I had an adverse <sighs> vaccine reaction. For the record, I'm still pro-vaccination. but <laughs> Hasn't changed her mind. But I got a pneumovax. Let's get political. <laughs> I got a pneumovax uh, because I have asthma. Yeah. That's like a fancy word. A pneumo. Pneumovax. That's what it's called. <laughs> I think the brand pneumo, name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
and because I have asthma. Usually they only reserve that one for older folks. But um, in any case, I got the vaccine, got tetanus update in my other arm, which I know makes your arm sore. So like the next day I was like, oh, my right arm is like really sore. And that's the one that the Pneumovax went in. And it was the next day after that, day two, my tetanus arm felt fine and my other arm, like I could barely lift it. And my husband had to get me out of the tub because I couldn't get myself up. He had to help me get dressed. Like, I thought you could stand up without your arms. Well, not in the tub. I can't cross my legs properly. It's too narrow. Um, I like to have long legs like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know people couldn't sit cross legged in the tub. So I think I just need a bigger tub is yeah, what ultimately guess. where this story is headed. That's um, the real south. Yeah. It's my little tub. Getting to the base of it. So like my pain just seemed like way out of proportion to what I would expect. And I was like, God, they give this vaccine to old people. There's no way it's supposed to be this painful. So I ended up going into like the ortho quick urgent care, Twin Cities Orthopedics, and they determined that the vaccine had actually been injected into my subacromial bursa, which is like a little fluid sac that helps lubricate your shoulder joint right under um, the kind of spiny part of your shoulder blade. Sounds complicated. <laughs> they completely missed, essentially. And the bursa was all inflamed and angry, so I had to go on to steroids for five days, which it's completely fine now. Now but she looks like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was very unfortunate. Um, and what ultimately I'm most concerned about is I'm not sure that I actually was vaccinated. <laughs> they tell me I was and that it's still legit, but I'm not sure I believe them, so... Where would it have gone? Just into an empty space? Well, I wonder if it's just like sitting in the bursa. Like, and it can't get out? I don't know. That's what I'm not sure about. Because hmm. I don't know. I don't think my bursa like exploded or anything. So I didn't well, really have any swelling. But yeah. But then what? You like just are bone on bone? Probably. You got navicular now? Yeah. <laughs> Your bursa's gone. My bursa's gone. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was very weird. Apparently, it happens in, like, one in one million vaccinations that are done in this country, which, of course, I'm lucky that way. So, yeah. But. Damn. It was a. Uh, yeah. Shoot. Nuts. Oh, geez. Nuts and bolts. So make sure when you're getting vaccinated for the flu this fall that you're watching and they're actually putting it into your delta mu deltoid muscle and not your shoulder joint. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that was my saddle sores. Hmm. Well, I guess on that note, we're going to wrap it up and we we're will caught. hopefully do another pod in less than a week here. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and we will see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>